Isn't triple six just 18, though? However you want to look at it. Man. Is it 18 Mafia? <laughs> <laughs> this is down here. It's cool, doesn't it? They're from 18th Street. Oh, look, he's 1999 Eternals. system we got everything's new here we got a new setup it's summertime we're in, our, we're in our summertime best i got my new short shorts on i need a little modesty uh blocker yeah, here yeah. Though, no pockets uh, but your balls are hanging out <laughs> he put them on a minute a little bit while i go he was like no pockets There's no pockets uh, that's what you get from wearing off amazon and he cut the tag man. off first yeah it was right after i ripped the tag guess what these shorts don't have pockets <laughs> pockets yeah, get you a fanny pack it's time uh you know what it is time it's also time to start what I think is going to be a great show because yeah. this weekend, like I've had, there was a lot of uplifting things. I feel really great. Been working out lately. Uh, we went and saw a movie. We had an outing together. Had an outing. Paxton left. Yeah. Paxton left the island. But welcome to From Behind the Barcast, the podcast for bartending, service industry, drinking in general. I'm Paxton Eugene. The Manny's Marauder Moses is across from me. And Sunset Kelly on the ones and twos. <laughs> He's very back. He is very back. No kimono <coughs> Kelly this week. So uh, let's get right into it. Uh, last night, Sunday, we record on Monday nights. My very last interaction, it started to rain a little bit. My very last interaction, there's a gentleman sitting over at a table. I knew I sort of recognized him a little bit. And he walks over and he goes, hey, man, listen, I'm a listener. And uh, I know how uh, you don't like meeting people, neither do I. Kind of awkward that way. I understand you very well, but I just wanted to come say, hey, thank you for the podcast. I listen while I'm driving the truck. I'm not going to dox what he does or anything. And I was like, we literally have the best listener community. And so it got me thinking. I was like, what we haven't done in a long time is open the show with our positive affirmations for the people that listen to us and show them appreciation for being there, and it was all set off by this gentleman. It like it's, it, cl- it, the last interaction leads to the best beginning. <laughs> I'm not gonna hit the button, but that would be the quote of the week. So yeah, so I shut the. I we shut got a long one instead. I shut the flap. I poured two bullet and waters. I don't know if he drinks that or not, but he was drinking it, and I took it over to the table. I was like, "Thank you, brother. Thanks for being cool. Thanks for being cool, man. That's that's the thing. I got more on that in the second half. Yeah, people being that's cool. the thing. Being cool because typically, most people are like, "Hey, man, you got a podcast? Yeah, cool. Do you like it? Oh, I don't listen. Uh, you need a guest? Yeah, yeah. And anytime someone's like, I want to be a guest, I like, Oh, what was your last three favorite episodes? Damn, now now they know the secret. Uh, well, they're, they're not listening, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna. We're gonna pepper in some appreciate peppered appreciation. So pick it a pepper. The first the first appreciation inferno hot sauce. We love you guys. I was wearing their shirt last night at work and it was hot. <laughs> the shirt or the weather. They're both. Because hey. they're they're really good thick shirts. Very high quality. So if you'd like one, <laughs> Inferno hot sauces. Uh another one, David Smiley. Or David Miley is his real name. He does he did our logos mm-hmm. and he did both of them. 
He's an amazing, uber talented, yeah. um, amazing artist in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Look him up on Instagram and check his stuff out. Yeah, real good stuff. He did a poster for my old band uh, for ha- for a Halloween show, and it was the um, was it the, the uh, Bird Lady? Yes, and she was in a cemetery. Except it said Code of Monday Halloween show. Up, I remember up, that one. Yeah, yeah, that it's, it's, it's a it's, do- it's, sick. it's, it's super sick. dope. Yeah. And then, um, obviously, Wayne and Shanda from Beer Label Society. Yes. If you like beer and you like labels, uh, you should join that Facebook group. It's uh, Beer Label yeah, Society. Yeah, they post cool stuff all the time. All the time. And I, I'm actually learning more about beer because of just memes on their on their stuff. And Wayne is uh, the consummate pro at posting. Yeah. And it's always good content. They'll post like the top 10, or top 10 or 5 like contributors of the month. In the month, be like, hey, you're contributing some. He, he, yeah. he gives back with that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Some more followers so, and, just, and we're going to pepper more in later. But yeah. to our community, thank you guys so much. If we don't say it enough, we do appreciate you guys listening. And, uh, and especially with an interaction like I had last night. Like, yeah. That just makes everything so much better. You know what a lot of places appreciate in restaurants is reoccurring, like, restaurant jokes and stuff you do to kind of keep the camaraderie together at work. You know, you work in, it's busy, people suck a lot. You know, it's, there's, you try to have some things in there. You want to like, you know, like the, you know, back in the mid-2000s, the ball showing game was big. Now, you can't play that everywhere, personally nowadays. You don't want to get hashtag me to ball showing game. But sometimes you have the right staff where you, no matter what, like it's, you know everyone's cool enough to do that. Like when I worked at Garibaldi's, even the girls were like, oh, you just warned them. Like, hey, I'm going to do this. Go over there. Yeah. You know, just give them a heads up. Well, you dip your toes into the water in terms of like what the game's going to be. Because sometimes yeah. they just. Uh, the, they, the, the the circle game? Yeah, right. Ever present. But sometimes you take it too far like I did. Sometimes they form naturally, yeah. you know. And you don't you don't necessarily know. You don't know it's going to become the thing that it's really not just a stress relief thing. But just like Celia was talking about them doing their Cairns and Dan's yeah. on Saturday nights. It's like team building exercise where no matter how hot or busy or angry or how shitty the customers are. If I walk up to you and put my penis and balls onto your hand and say, you just got dugged, the mood changes. It, and it changes the mood. And you got to have the right staff. Down so like I, you, places I've worked with some recently, some five years ago. Sure. Um, it, it's, it, there's, there's a lot of tension there. There's no music in the kitchen. That's, oh, I think it always helps, but they don't want that. Like, yeah, they don't allow the kitchen music. doesn't want it, or the they're not the, the ownership. They're not allowed them. to allowed yeah. to, and that can be distracting. I guess I, I think it helps kind of keep things chill, but they want people to hear it in the dining room. I guess sure. either way, so you I, I find ways to come up and break it up with every, a different person almost each time, and just just kind of lighten things up. And I don't see a lot of people that, that work there doing. It. They're all just so serious, and so I'll, they'll be serious like all crunched up. And I'm like, hey, and some stupid joke, and they're like, yeah. well, I'm busy. I'm like. Laugh at that. It's funny. Yeah. You need to laugh right now. Get a little smile going. It's it's exercising the comedy muscle. Like if you see if you go into a situation like a, an angry kitchen. Yeah. So I want I want to I want to shout out this girl Nicole I used to work with five years ago. <laughs> she started this rumor at work. This guy that plays music on Friday nights there was my father. This five foot seven and hundred and five pound man was my father. Those of you who see my father or me, there's no way I could have came out of that man. She convinced the staff. That this the guy, guy that, that was my dad. The, the guitar player? The guy that plays guitar by himself was my dad. Even to the point where we were caught, he was, his nickname was Papa King. She's like, oh, Papa King's playing tonight. <laughs> so she convinces a lot of people of this. And a few weeks ago, she got into it good. And a couple of different people were like, I didn't know it was your dad. I'm like, have you ever seen me speak to the person? No. Have you looked at him and looked at me? No. We're both, both white. You are about a foot taller than him, right? Yeah, a foot taller <laughs> and almost double his weight. So my father had to have a, a, a health procedure done Um on Friday, and, I, and I'm telling this guy I work with named Chris, who used to be a, in the medical community, and about it, and he goes, wait, how does your dad play music up here 
on Fridays if he's got a bad heart. And I was like, huh? Wait. And it and I'd almost forgotten about oh, the joke. It, did, it didn't land right didn't away. He's so, he was so serious. And I was like, because he's not screwing with me. He's so serious. I'm like, God damn it, Nicole. God damn it. You told me that, and I was like, I love this girl. I do, too. So do much. Too. And so I decide I'm going to get her back. And, I'm, and I formulate a plan on her night off. I'm like, tomorrow night, with some help of others, I'm going to get her. Now, it, at this restaurant, there's other restaurants in the family of restaurants. Again, yeah, was a long time ago, like half a decade ago. And one of our current servers worked with what's now the general manager in the late 90s. I thought, hey, you want to be a fun rumor that they used to date. Because it's so long ago, the only way to affirm this is to ask either one of them. The GM's out of town, so she's off the board. He doesn't work until Sunday off the board, too. But one of our good friends works, me and this guy who may or may not have dated this manager, one of our other good friends works there. So I'm like, hey, you're going to help me with this. So when I'm telling them, be like, dude, you weren't supposed to say anything to sell this. So I just say they dated. And I, with the help of two other servers, it went way too far too fast. All of a sudden, the kitchen... Everybody, the bartenders, everybody but three of us knows. And I'm like, this is almost too much. So I go tell the director of operations this joke. I'm like, hey, just it's funny. She goes, she goes, oh, that's hilarious. I'm like, so she goes, ah, oh, the almost said her name, the GM person. Well, she'll think it's funny as long as she she has a heads up. But you had to give her the heads up. Just because I was like, look, everyone, it, it, it spread like wildfire. And so then, like throughout the shift, like servers come, like I can't, can't stop picturing them fucking. And I'm like, what? No, I didn't say that. And like, it's point one girl, Nicole goes, I just keep thinking about him sucking on her big old titties. <laughs> And I'm like, so I think it's funny, but it got so bad so fast. So that night, my other friend that works with us goes, hey, calls me. and goes, I think this is a little, a little gone, much. It's gone, it's gone too, too far. far too fast. <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, maybe we should kind of like temper it down some. So I'm like, I try to get in touch with a guy who's rumors about. And he's like, oh, I'll just call you tomorrow. I'm like, just don't forget to call me tomorrow. Doesn't call me. So the next day at Did work. Did he not know at that point? When no, because he was off too. <laughs> and so everybody, just, it's still spreading around. So the next day at work. I'm trying to convince Nicole that it's not real. And she's like, I don't believe you that it's not real. She's like, they dated for two months. There's no way they didn't have sex. I'm like, no. The whole thing, she's like, no, nah, I ain't buying that shit. The medicine works so too I'm good. Too well. <laughs> so so finally, I don't hear from a dude. He had to work Sunday evening. And I text him at 3 o'clock. I was like, you never called me. Here's what's going on. He's he ready to fight. He goes, ha, ha, that's hilarious. No problem here. I'll take care of it. I haven't heard anything since. So next week we'll have an update on is Clint fired? <laughs> Clint got fired five years ago for going doing this. Because I mean, you, you have to test the waters in terms of what you are going to yeah. attempt to, you know, rumor wise or game wise. Yeah, because, I just wanted to get this one person, and the other people were like, "No, let's just go ahead and do everybody." The thing was, you kind—I of, mean, you got her. In I terms got her good because she'd never, never believe anything else again. But it wasn't about her, which is well, and unfortunate. I was like, well, the thing is, I knew that the strategy was to wait till she was too busy to over-question it. <laughs> so I did it like while we were kind of in the rush. And so I was like, it just kind of came up, and I was like, hey, you need a little little joke here, a little yeah. a little lighter. Check this out, but you can't tell anybody. And then I was like, hey, they used to date back then. And she's like, oh. And they're like, well, they must have had sex. I'm like, I didn't say that. So if it ever comes to a fruition, I was like, all I said was date. But you kind of got to think ahead. Like, if you say if someone the, dated. If you, if you people were in their 20s dating in a restaurant. Adults dating. They're you good. Know. <laughs> you know, winking, 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 winking. So I wonder uh, what the next. I mean, the, it was kind of. Because uh, I, I bet wonder. he's the kind of guy that wouldn't have gone in and tried to squish it. He'd have waited until somebody <laughs> asked him. And he might have perpetuated it. I don't know. It's Monday. Uh, he's there. GM's there. You know, if my schedule changes all of a sudden on my phone. If he did go and perpetuate, you're like, now I know we're friends. I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, we're, we are friends. The thing is, 
there's one person that works there. She's not the favorite of the staff, and she's the one that told almost everybody. And they were like, maybe we should just let her burn for this. And I was like, I don't like her that much, but like that's not fair. Oh, or is the it martyr? Huh. Yeah, Ooh, that's a that's a uh, conundrum, as it were. Yeah. Well, they're like, who was it? One of you's getting fired. I'm like, I, I, it was I, her. I wonder if it's going to turn into like every week. It's going to be like, uh, you know, Clint lost his big toe in a, in a tractor accident. <laughs> yeah. You know? Because the way my shoes at work. So, and I'm, 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 it's probably been a long time since I've talked about it on the podcast, and hopefully we have some new listeners. But the game that originated at Huckapoo's, but it was totally organic. It's been though. about a month, maybe. Really? Yeah. Well, I was still the talking Dougie about month. It. Yeah. But uh, the way it started was uh, a young lady that was a bartender there. She isn't anymore. She had her about, hand about five years ago. About five years ago, she had her. Actually, it kind of was. Yeah, <laughs> I think she, it was. She had her hand on a surface that's about the height of most people's crotch. So her hand's sitting there, and a gentleman walks up, and the, for who the guy was, we're pretty sure it was at least kind of on purpose. Yeah. But I, he, he places his crotch directly onto her hand. So she tells me and a couple other people about it, not her boyfriend, because he would have twisted the dude's head off. So it kind of went around, and we were like, oh, you got Dougied. <laughs> yeah. So then... So then it starts happening, and then a couple accidental dugs happen. Like you're walking by someone yeah. with some food, and their hand bumps you in the. And the thing is, this, this is a this is almost a sexist game because the girls really can't play. That's the one a dougie themselves, and they do. Oh, okay. But it's kind of faded away a little bit like now. A dougie show, you put, the, you put, you put you both lips on there. Uh, it's kind of faded away now. Well, just because like a lot of that staff has has been cycled turned over. over, yeah. So now <laughs> you can only ducky four people that know. So, so now the big prank is uh, drinking twisted teas and throwing them on the ground and have Paxton slip and uh, and strain his Achilles. Uh, it hasn't happened in a while. I'm just giving him shit. And I and I drank a twisted tea on ice with Tito's in it last night. So who am I? God, who really am I? Into this. Who am I? Well, uh, you're you're a man of culture though. Uh, now I am. Now you are. Now I am. Yeah. We uh, we had a, a, a from behind the barcast field trip. We this did last week. We did with one of our Patreon subscribers and my biological father, and your actual dad, <laughs> who does not play guitar play at guitar. at five years ago at the police yeah. store. Carl used to play the drums there. Oh yeah, yeah. So we went to saw, see Oppenheimer, the new Christopher Nolan film, uh, and just uh, yes. Nine point five out of ten. I mean, I loved it. I need a second watch, but so I'm holding my judgment before that. But the field trip. I think the chances of you watching a three-hour movie again are so small. I mean, yeah. It, no, it, I mean, no, no, not small. Like, I, it, it, It's three hours and four minutes long, and while you feel it at times, it doesn't. I mean, I'm a kind of a science nerd because I'm a scientist, so I, 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 I can appreciate a lot of that. But even the casual person can and just it's just the acting is phenomenal the cinematography i mean no one is such a so good with those close-up shots and getting just eliciting so much emotion out of his characters well even there's going to be at least i'm going to go ahead early call 10 oscar nominations for this movie uh, i'm going to say three winners rdj doesn't win for best supporting actor I, I i need to see what gary oldman did somewhere else yeah killian has to win best killian's gonna win back all just alone, screen time alone you haven't help. seen it kelly there's no hiding behind yeah or have you no, I've seen uh, it. There's I, no hiding I, I behind. I wanted to go. I just couldn't yeah. get it. There's no hiding behind that IMAX. No. And here's the thing. Yeah, we went to the big, the, sec, the t world's tallest IMAX is in Polar, Georgia, and it is, it is, it is. Passion did not. He's deaf and was still. Yeah, I'm pretty deaf, and it was still. It's it was loud. loud. The thing about Chris Nolan, though, so he's not the most. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, 
wide shot, landscape, big, yeah, like that, You have Dennis Villanueva, big, who shoots yeah. those big, wide, birthing shots with things like Nolan, Dune. And- Nolan loves the close-up. And in the IMAX format, it works really well. And the length of the three hours doesn't seem that way because Nolan, he's not Michael Bay with it. But his editing pace, yeah, and it's, and, he, and, he, and there's distinct three acts pretty much in the movie, like hundred percent. Yeah. You get that feeling, and and it's it's it, it while it's a it's about scientists and the creation of the of the atomic bomb. Yeah. It there's a lot of visceral things happening throughout it that keep you engaged, and it's more show don't tell because most of the there's a, there's obviously there's a lot of exposition because there has to be it's yeah. a deep you know complicated subject. And they let him slide on a few affairs, but the. You can't. I've just never been to an IMAX theater before. Patrick thought there was. Patrick thought somebody was smoking in the theater. I thought someone was smoking in the theater. That's a remarkable thing. And then he thought somebody had a three foot tall pencil. Yeah, there's a pencil down in the bottom corner. I was like, who who brought a giant pencil in here? Is that a husky? But you can't hide. uh, Every minuscule uh, facial motion is on there. So I had three, and then we'll talk about the aftermath. Uh, But still within the film, I had three like pretty big takeaways. Uh, first was the um, the use of silence versus like loudness. Yeah. So whenever they're getting ready to do uh, the the first test, there's uh, the score. There are three disparate um, uh, string sections, and they're all playing different tempos and different things thematically. And and, and it's because it's based. And, and when they're showing that, there's three. Like there's the people in the bunker. There's people out here and over here. So there's three different places where the, where the sci- main scientists are, and so each one's kind of got each one kind of represents a frenetic, uh, disparate uh, tension type of thing. Somehow these three scores—it's almost three separate scores happening at the same time. They finally merge, and you know when you're like uh, if you're listening to a song in your car and the car in front of you's got their um, windshield wipers going and you're yeah. trying to make it go to the beat. Yeah. You ever? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So or you're your own. You're listening to these string, these three string parts, and you're trying to make them gel, and they finally do. When they finally, it's it's Lu- absolutely Lu- brilliant. Lu- Ludwig van Gorsen going to win yet another Oscar. When they finally converge, eclipse to absolute silence. And sp- spoiler alert: if you don't understand how physics work, sound travels about twenty percent the speed of light. So you see. 10 miles away, and then you hear. So, you, like, you know, when you say lightning strikes, yeah. you can count it kind of and see how far away it is. So you're going to see the bomb, and in, unlike a lot of people do at movies, see and hear all at the same time, which is not how yeah, that works. Yeah. And you've got this time. Uh, and they that, hit each sound gap. And they hit each big scientist. That and sound it, gap and fell. Here's the thing. There was 200 people in this theater. Ain't nobody moving. What in a crunch of popcorn, a straw sliding. Everybody is just... Yeah. <laughs> And, and that was one big thing at the end. Usually in the movie, people start talking. No. Well, nobody's saying nothing. No Everybody's just kind of walking. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the polarity of how loud the bomb ended up being yeah. versus the, the quietness uh, leading up to it. How, how did it look? Amazing. It looks really great. Practical the, effects, too. He used a lot of dynamite, TNT, well, and stuff. But the thing was... It actually, was they, actually, they bombed another city in Japan. It was... <laughs> hey, it's for the art. One of the best things was you never saw any war ever. Like, it, none of it was ever about... No the, Japanese people died in this movie. Yeah, there was just nothing... Well, I, I had read something online that they had recreated a, a, a small nuclear detonation just for the So, space. they... Yeah, the, the way they did... The, I mean, the, he, you know, the way they did... I don't want to give Are away, you, I guess. It's hard to kind of... Well, they, they did a great job. It looks... It looks... It doesn't look exactly like it would look yeah. normally, 
but it's hard to get that without doing that or using CGI. He didn't want to use CGI. Here's the, well, here's the genius of the editing. So you, the big wide shot is the least of the shot in terms of the big bomb. Yeah. Because the wide shot happens for a second, but then it's really concentrated on billowing, you know, yeah. real flames and smoke and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, so you, but you, that, was, that was one. That was the other thing? Uh, so the third thing was, and probably the one that stuck out the most to me. What was the second thing? Uh, the no, the how loud it was. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, the silence or in the um the. So the, I'm keeping score. Yeah, yeah, the three scores coming together, and then towards the end. So it is a pretty much a three act movie, and in the third act, uh, this isn't a spoiler. It's mostly about like the aftermath and yeah, the, how they harangued this man for ten years after what he did to being a communist is his common knowledge. Yeah, and. The kangaroo court, they, kangaroo put, court they put And then about, finally they're like, oh, actually, here's your Medal of Honor. So the war is basically won, essentially. And they're like, uh, well, we got to drop one somewhere, you know, sort yeah. of thing. So they go, uh, they're in this meeting, cabinet meeting, all the higher ups. And you're like- The Secretary you, of War yeah. and some of the cabinet and we, members. And when you think about men in those positions of power, we would think of them as like the most, hopefully, the most thoughtful, yes. the most- uh, Well-intended. Well-intended- uh, not uh, not so easy to uh, rash decisions or haste. Yeah, you know, and ha- and have good rationale for the decisions they are going to make, and m- have more thought than just uh, we're in one meeting and here everything is accomplished in this one meeting. They go, uh, so where are we going to drop this thing in Japan? They have like eleven or twelve places on a list, and so everyone picks. <laughs> they're like, hey, where do you? Who do you want to kill? The and, final say. And they're like, you know, well, this is in a valley yeah. and there's mountains around it, so you're going to get maximum death. But this place won't be so bad because it's in a wide open yeah. spot and you can kind of not. Then, then the final decision. A man with his finger on the button, essentially. The, the Secretary of War. Goes, well, we can't do Kyoto because me and my wife visited there. It's really lovely. They, they honeymooned there. They honeymooned there. Drop it on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. All no, of no, it, they just picked oh, you, one spot. And they were like, "Was well, that good enough? Let's drop one more." Because they, they, the president, didn't know about Nagasaki until after it happened. Oh yeah. Somebody but, else was like, eh, go "But ahead. just imagine, you you, have to, they had two bombs. You know, they, they dropped a little one second. There's two million people sitting somewhere. Yeah. And a guy goes, Kill uh, me, me and my no, me and my wife visited there. Let's leave that. Yeah. Well, they did drop pamphlets ahead of time, I think, right? Like, a, like, a, like a couple of hours I, out. I, I'm just speaking to the weirdness of power of deciding for someone's like, how, regardless of people, you're going to kill 150,000 people." easy right now and then how many untold later because they don't know shit about nuclear fallout then yeah it's just that you would because the scientists are gone once they're getting yeah. to the, uh, dropping the bomb oh yeah well, once the w- once, once they got the bombs and drove off the the, the we don't the need you anymore like, man You're I'll, I'll keep in touch yeah so that and it just sort of struck me and the guy kind of went it was almost like he winked at the camera he was like yeah my me and my wife honeymoon there Ding. yeah so it, that was my takeaway it was just the, 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 it hurt the, the humanism of the movies will get you that's what makes us walk out quiet because we're like shit it, it can just feel so real and it's a historical thing I've delved into it more than some have I think Pax is probably now an expert after the movie because uh, he probably went on to two days of deep diving but um, what he actually went on two days of was uh, a hard 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 stomach problem into a very strong diet. So you do we have a life hacks with packs for yeah, this? Yeah. So uh, here's a life hack. Do you have a? Do you have a do I mean, I, no. I don't want to. I don't want to hit the drop because I don't ever want to hit the drop again if it's for this. Because you couldn't hack. drop. Exactly. So a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago, I had a life hacks with packs, and it was if you go to the theater, which I haven't been to the theater since 2019. 
So when I get there, I'm like, big popcorn, let's go. I, I support big popcorn. <laughs> I go, I get the popcorn. Clint has already gone over and grabbed my straw. I knew where he was going, so I was like, I'm just going to get ahead of the game here and help him out. So he grabbed my straw for me because if you if you weren't listening to that episode, you take the in the in the butter, yeah, the whatever that dispenser, is. The plastic the plastic liquid dispenser. You stick your uh, you stick your straw, straw in there thing. so that you can. Yeah, well, no, I I'm it. not participating in popcorn eating. He's not eating popcorn. He's eating Chick Fil A. I bought Chick Fil A sandwich. Okay. So I load this bad boy up, and no one ate any of it except me. He. It, if this was the container, if you had just gotten the butter out, this is a 16-ounce cup, I'm going to say most of the cup would have been butter. So you just kept hitting the, I was like holding the straw, and I'm like, all right, I'm out now. I'm not helping anymore. Like, you're going too far. Yeah. I got to about hour two of the movie before I'd finished it. So I, I ate it all mm-hmm. in two hours. Yeah. I feel fine during the movie. Mm-hmm. Get home that night. Ready to drop a bomb. I don't feel great, but I didn't feel terrible. I woke up the next day. I've never... And I was like, oh. And I had this assumption. Did you eat anything when you got home? Yeah, I ate. Uh, so, something I, I ate something that wasn't popcorn because I was like, I need to get something inside of me. So, a couple sticks of butter. So I was like, you know, this is basically an industrial uh, strength lubricant. Yeah. yeah. I figured I'd be flushed. I figured the, the, the lines would be bled. <laughs> the butter runneth over. The butter runneth in, in, into a gutter and stopped. I was backed up all of Wednesday. So much so. Well, you know, you got to figure. All right. You've got this butter concoction, right? <laughs> when it's coming out of the container, uh-huh. it's at a cooler temperature. <laughs> and perhaps it's not butter. Unlike butter, when it gets hot, it melts. Maybe this got hot inside your body and was like, nope. It, it, uh, it the po- heat caused it to... It polymerized to, yeah. to my, my intestines just like... Uh, Clogged up the hole. It's just like when you're um, polymerizing your uh, cast iron skillets. Yes. So it, it, it became one with me. So I, <laughs> I had to call into... I called into work at 9 o'clock the night before. You call, this is Tuesday. This, uh, he calls yeah. into work. You call uh, into work Wednesday, Wednesday night at nine o'clock. Yeah, Wednesday night at nine o'clock. I was like, Look. and by calling, he means using <laughs> using the internet to. Well, no, I texted. I was like, hey, if y'all don't need me, I am not coming in. So then Thursday comes around, and I'm like, all right. And I I do this to myself all the time. I was like, listen, you piece of shit. So I got up. I didn't eat. You know, drank some water. I went downstairs. It's 200 degrees. I put on sweats and I start hitting the punching bag. I start feeling a little bit better, drink some water, you know, come inside. I'm relieved a little bit. I, I've got a little movement going. <laughs> When's the last time you had, uh, you had, uh, had any exit? Uh, it, it, Tuesday. You hadn't defecated since Tuesday pre-movie. Yeah, Tuesday pre-movie. So then Friday comes around, and I'm feeling a lot better now, and I'd exercised the day before, so I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do three a days. When did I, you finally poop? I, We're burying the lead. Oh, 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 Friday, between each of the three, of day, three a days. I got up Friday. I did a run, got back, poop, poop, wait a little bit, you know, jiggle around, went downstairs, did the hardest kettlebells I've ever done, came upstairs, paloop. <laughs> I bet ta- it made that sound yeah. too, it was fucking rock hard, paloop. Started to take a shower, and I was like, nope, I need a third a day, so then I went downstairs. Oh, I thought you meant a third poop a day. Yeah. And started hitting the punching bag again, and then blood vessels started popping in my hands. Jesus. <laughs> I, needed, I, I needed a chiropractor because I had like uh-huh. whacked my back out so thank fr- god you have that bidet though <laughs> shut up so friday night i go to sleep still no i go to sleep just fine bidet friday gate. Night. shut up 
I'll I'll hook it up one day. Friday night I go to sleep fine. Saturday I get up. I'm like, yeah, time to go to work. I could not even sit onto the toilet. Whoa. My 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 hammies. So I lower myself down. So you went from working out about twice a week at a very low, low yes. activity. You're like, you know what I need to do? Three a days at 42 years, 42 years old. old. Yes. Still trying to yes. pro- still trying to See, process. If I'm that. hurting, I go like today. I was working out. I did. I was on like my 40th pull up. It was like, ooh, mm. a bleak had been bothering me. I was like, I have a little bleak strain there. Did some stretching. Tried to do one assisted pull up. It was like, you know what? Let's not ruin the rest of the week by doing a pull up now. I mean, there's there's a reason there's steps going in the pool. Yeah, yeah. There's the high yeah. Dive. No, but see, if I don't if I don't punish myself super hard, it doesn't feel real for me. But now, when I worked out today, it was you know, and and you can get there. Yeah, but is that why you have handcuffs rip. next to your toilet yeah. to punish yourself real hard? It's just, man, if I don't beat myself up, like I have to be like, you're a fat piece I mean, of shit. I beat shit. myself up, you're, but I've you're flogging. I, I've been beating yeah. myself up for years. Yeah. on a consistent basis. I know, but I just got started, man. I'm I'm, I'm just <laughs> you I'm dove ju- into the deep end. I, I'm just coming back. Man. You weren't wearing your floaties. <laughs> I'm just well, coming back. We're gonna we're gonna dive into the deep end of a break here, but before we go on this break, I want to say bye and I love you and I miss you to Jen- Miss Jennifer Smoot. She has moved on to Texas. To one hour and five minutes from the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. Not that I looked. <laughs> but <laughs> I went over to say bye to her. I drove out here Thursday just to say bye to her. Yeah. 15 minutes to her house and then left. And shout out to Mac and Jute Williams, our Patreon listeners, subscribers from the Williams family. I, I show up, give them a Jude a hug. They say, hey, help us move. I'm like, you guys are both under 30. I'm 41 wearing flip-flops. Nope. Oh, they were moving like couches or something? To help her load up the truck. Oh, yeah. And so we're like, Smoot and I are talking, and they're just – Carrying large giant pieces of furniture, yeah, yeah, and, like it's nothing. And at one point, like one of them stops, he's just yeah. holding a piece of a sectional. And it's like, oh yeah, where are you gonna do this? Just sitting like, there chatting with you. Just I mean, chatting he, with me. He's a big small boy. He's just, he just so. holding it like yeah. this. And he's like, oh, oh, are you eating a piece of pizza? I'm like, what are you doing? Actually, shout out that whole family. They all yeah. do. Yeah. So then, like, they, they so it's like, hey, I'm gonna leave at two a.m. They're like, oh, well, caravan. And she's like, well, no, I'm leaving at two a.m. He goes, so, well, caravan. They left Savannah Shut Tybee, at 2 a.m. Salt of the earth. I mean, there's great boys. Great, great guys. Salt of the earth. And they, they drove to, to Atlanta, which Smoot's plan was to get to Atlanta before rush hour and then across. And she was at in, te- in her Texas at like 9 p.m. Wow. Just because shout out to what drove with her. So they switched. And the boys just switched. Every I didn't time they know switched. that they that they caravaned her at 2 a.m. Yeah. Shout out, man. Look, more people need to be like them. Oh, also, before we go, uh, people listening, if you work at restaurants, let us know your your dick and ball games. Yeah. Your yeah. rumor games. Whatever you do to help, you know, yeah. ease the tension at a busy restaurant. Please do. And we'll see you in the second half. Ever wanted to start a podcast? Don't have the equipment or the know-how? Well, we've got you covered. From Behind the Barcast is expanding into the commercial studio space. You see, step one is making sure you sound great. Because no matter how good your content may be... From Behind the Barcast and Paxton Eugene Productions now offer in-studio audio and video production. Or the studio can come to you. We offer mobile podcast production from wherever you are. Now, with the hard part out of the way, there's no excuse for you not to get started. So if you're in the Savannah area, shoot us an email at frombehindthebarcast at gmail.com for details and a quote. Again, that's from behind the barcast at gmail.com and let's get your voice heard. 
And welcome back to From Behind the Barcast. Uh, we forgot to talk about what we were drinking earlier, or actually what we are unfortunately not yes, drinking. Cecilia, look, you said you didn't want to shop, but God damn it, girl, we love you. She went, has sent us wine from North Carolina, and the United States Postal Service is stupid and sent it to Hinesville, which is kind of close to here if you have a plane, or a helicopter, <laughs> or a jet drone? pack, a drone, yes, but no. So it got stuck somewhere. Thankfully, she's getting her money back, but she spent hours on the phone dealing with this, yeah. and like the love. So she was resending it via UPS, and it's not here, unfortunately. So next week we'll be drinking probably just the red wine because the meat will probably not be. Well, if the meat gets here, just throw it in the fridge. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, it's just it's so weird. UPS, like FedEx knows where my house is, but UPS, for some reason, it just. Yeah, what can Brown do for you? What can, nothing. What could you, actually, what would you have done for Brown last week? <laughs> yeah, <though? right. laughs> Anything to get some out. But uh, so, well, so I'll shout out Chris Winowitz again because he's the one who provided me with this uh And I'm drinking Chattanooga whiskey. out of a environmentally friendly styrofoam cup. Um, <laughs> I forgot what tequila it is. Uh, Luna, Luna Zool. It's not Luna Zool, it's the other one. It's the other C one, not Casamigo. It's, it's Casamigos. Fuck it. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. Casamigos. Thanks, George Clooney. Shout out. And uh, yes. And, uh, but also, I want to give a nice shout out to my sister in the theater. Your chick? Much. My chick. And, oh, my, yes. My chick. Not my side chick. Almost said that, though. My in the chick. Erin Cucumbersmeyer Mills. She, the other day, packed. She's like, oh, did you get some popcorn in the theater? She's like, no, no. I just got Chick fil A. I'm like, as did I when we went and saw Oppenheimer. So I get, as I've, you all know, I say, fuck it up with pickles. And so I get that. And usually I eat the sandwich within the first 20 minutes. But I was like, it's a long movie. I'm going to wait. Because I need to have an edible, which I didn't tell anybody. Yeah, yeah. Now. You probably didn't crack that thing until about 40 minutes. In, it was know. at least that. And so I open it, not thinking about the, uh, the chemical reaction uh-huh. of the pickles and the bun. So I, I, I just split it in half. I, I, I sauce it up with, you know, a couple packets of mayonnaise, like four. Yeah. I'm just kidding, just two. And ketchup. And I pick it up. And I have... To, I, once I grab the whole thing, I go, I can't put this down because the top of the bun is so soggy. Come on, the pickle juice. Pickle juice, yeah. And while I'm eating it, and I wear glasses, and I have these nice glasses I wear to play video games, watch nice movies, and at movie theaters. <laughs> They're very big, wide glasses that I, I have just for this. And I, while I'm eating, ketchup squirts up and on to my face. And I jerk my head out the way, and I felt it hit me right under the nose and was like, whew. If I'd been on my glass, what do you do? Greasy hands now. Can't touch the glasses again. And thankfully, I just had ketchup all my face. I went through all 25 napkins to get this off. But Aaron also brings Chick-fil-A to theater. So we didn't out. see it, but it not only was Oppenheimer playing, but Mr. Bean was in attendance <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that bomb went off on me. <laughs> Chick-fil-A is sake. Uh, well, um, well let, me, let me preface this a little bit because on the way, Clint was like, hey, man, um, I got the app ready. We're going to get Chick-fil-A, da-da-da-da-da. Nobody wanted some but me. They're like, no, I would rather have a well, thousand. Well, no, I, I know you asked me for some. Shout out to Carthel only using an ounce of pop, of, of butter but i was like yeah i'll just i'll just grab popcorn so we get to the chick-fil-a clint goes in comes out with one sandwich i offered it but no one wanted it here's the thing no no i'm not saying you should have gotten some for me but i was like oh we used the app four hours ahead of time to make sure you could get one i pull up and carl's like well you want me i was like i got this you guys don't understand how fast it's gonna be I walked in and I walked. I got back in the car. Y'all were like, "God damn!" I was in there and out of there in a minute. I mean, it was one, it was one sandwich. Doesn't it's Chick Fil A? It takes a while. They try sandwich. to make you commit to where you are. They're like, "You're gonna like you're close." I'm like, "I'm close. Give me my sandwich." Because I want it ready. I don't want to wait. So you, I can't wait on it anymore. It's right. more shout outs. We Celia, we yeah. just gave you some love. Yeah. We want to shout out Deborah, or as I tried to spell it fastly, Deborah Hoa. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, for, for, for engagements. Yeah, and for engaging and everything. Engaging everything. Know? Yeah, the more you engage, the more I want to be. In and then uh, you had an edible for the movie. You said so. Uh, I had an edible for the movie, and uh, we we have a friend Carson. She sent us uh, some uh, rimmers. Yes, as you were, remember you tried to say your name both times. We've done this. Now the third time, you've got it. Oh, whatever. It's a CBD. CBD yeah. rimmers. Yeah. yeah, that's what it actually gets rim jobs with. Hey yo. Um, and uh, can't be dirty. But, but, yeah. Thank you. We shout all you guys, all you got gals for listening. Um, and I want to shout out one of our Patreon subscribers and one of the OGs, boy, Rob Kissabeth. If you need any fitness equipment, go to fitnessemporium.com and buy your <laughs> shit because he gives you the greatest deals and you get to converse directly with him. So, shout out Fitness Emporium too. Um, but so, Saturday night in the sports world here, Crawford Spence, the Terrence Bud Crawford versus Errol the Fish Spence fight. This has been trying to be planned for four years. Errol the Fish? That's, that's one of his nicknames, you know? That sucks. Uh, well, he's slippery. You can't get hold of him. Ah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, mean, I know this really for, tough They've been guy. trying to get this for four years together. I was waiting it's, on my and, line. And, and the welterweight division of, of boxing, to me, is the most storied division. Durant, uh, Pacquiao, Mayweather, uh, Roy Jones. There's just the welterweight division. Davey Oscar, the Otter. William the Platypus. Yeah, um, all those. So the, the, the welterweight division... Is a you know it's a division where people end up moving up from you, know, uh-huh. you come up some so there's a like some of the best fighters of all time that fought welterweight and this may have been one of the best welterweight fights of all time I'd put it in the top five to get it planned together both undefeated fighters Terence Crawford spoiler alert oh. now forty and oh the pound for pound best boxing fighter in the, of the year and like so we have this going on and then we have the UFC event with the the BMF belt the bad motherfucker belt between Justin Gaethje my boy and Justin Diamond Poirier everybody else's boy apparently and shout out to Vinny who sent me a text pre that fight and goes I got a hundred dollars action on Justin the Diamond and I'm like you have a baby in your hands it's eight days old stop making bets no one wants the smoke I don't want to take his money I think Gaethje's gonna win and it was one of two head kicks to the face knockouts of the night in the UFC. So had he bet, no he would have lost? He would have lost. Uh. And But instead, during... So Rob gets our uh, buddy Edo, who wants to fill in for Kelly when Kelly was out of town, to make some bets on one fight. And I think Rob intentionally picked the loser to butter up Edo for later on. And he's like, all right, let's bet on this next fight. So during the Spence Crawford Playing fight, the long game. they're putting in more money through the fight to, to, to yeah. drum it up. Oh, yeah. So Crawford's winning the fight, wins it. They, they stop it in the ninth round. He just beats the shit out of this dude. Like, Stephen A. Smith said, Errol Spence, you should just go ahead and retire because you just got worked. And then the fight, Bud Crawford, Terrence Bud Crawford looked like he was just chilling. Came to the ring. All right, everybody's outside. We had the UFC fight on one TV and the outside TV and then the boxing match on the other TV in my living room. I put it in there for this. So we're there's a lot going on. I'm trying to keep the TVs regulated. Everyone's outside smoking, and I'm like, they do the ring entrance. I'm like, you know, you got 10 minutes after the ring entrance starts. Bud Crawford is sitting there, and I see behind him over his left shoulder an ominous gentleman, Marshall Mathers, standing there. And I'm like, oh, pause. Everyone inside now. Everyone inside. And they're like, well, calm down. I'm like, get in here. Eminem, right there. Look. Why, why Amish? Ominous. Oh, I thought you said Amish. Amish. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Eminem's beard? It's very Amish. It is very bra- very black, though. I was like, yeah, I, I, just for men. It's, it's oddly black. It's, it's look, Eminem, you've been black long enough. Don't have to make your beard black. Hey, hey, uh, a lot of just for men. Going yeah, it, look, he's making that beard blacker than his career has been. So, um, everyone comes inside, and I thought he was going to rap with him coming out, and he would just walk with them, and I was like, that's fine. Yeah, good enough. Yeah. He raps enough. He walks with a limp. Yeah, because his nuts heavy. Yeah. And so, he, Errol, or, uh, Crawford wore a fish net around. I'm like, we have a cast net on? I'm like, oh, yeah, he's going to catch the fish. 
And he beat the shit out of the fish. So he beats his ass. So Robin, Edo are throwing down more money during this fight. The fight's pretty much over. So Rob is now trying to butter Edo up for the next fight into betting more and stuff. And I'm like, Edo, stop. You're ahead. You're going to get taken. He's like, I don't know. And I'm like, trust me. I know Rob. Playing the long game. And guess what happened? Rob left with double the money he had already lost. <laughs> Edo, you. Uh. Oh, um, Edo might have uh, gave me a little life hack the other day. He goes, uh, I was listening to the podcast the other day. And you know, you talk about how it's gross when people uh, lick their fingers. He told me this. Yes. Yeah. Lick their fingers before they start playing with money. I was like, yeah, I don't ever do that. He goes, I don't do it either. I just ro- wipe my brow of the sweat. <laughs> and <laughs> So, Edo, so, so, you're, so what you're saying people, what people want to come here. People, people want to, uh, people want to use their tongue to lick money. But Edo goes, no, I'm always big and sweaty. I'm going to use my forehead to do it. And I go, you know what's not near as gross? You're using your forehead sweat to move money because you're not putting your hands back in your mouth. Back into your mouth. It's just such a weird thing when I Edo, see people. Edo, there's a five dollar bill in your forehead. When though. I see people, it's just such a weird thing. So you so have back to, back to the fight. I wanna, you I wanna, have people over at your house. Yeah. So Mart, Martin's there. Oh, ex-guest of the podcast, Been my boy on. Terry, who uh, is probably not listening, but if you are, Terry, thank you for the Nick Diaz pride, like an action figure from like five years, like it's an action figure from like 20 years ago, and Nick Diaz was in pride for one fight. He found it at like a novelty store and brought it over, and I was like, well, look at this oh, little wow. thing. It's like a wrestling figure or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. arms move. He's got a haircut that looks like Bruce Lee screwed uh, him. Nick Diaz, and Nick, Nick Diaz and Bruce Lee had a kid. Anyways, so Martin's there, and Martin, you know, if you know Martin, likes to smoke marijuanas. And Martin starts going, you know, I'm having some short-term memory problems. I can't remember this and that. And I go, can anyone think of why Martin would have short-term memory issues? And Terry, trying to be a loving friend, goes, well, man, there's a few things it could be. It could be maybe he had some head trauma. (laughs) And Martin's just in there hitting a joint. Ignoring the joint in his mouth. And I'm like, I don't know why. I just forget shit. And I'm like, it could be. (laughs) The motherfucking weed. Uh, you know, I'm Thomas no, Leonard, Martin, I'm no it? Martin goes, what was it again? I'm, I'm no proctologist, but it could be the marijuana. And so, he goes, yeah, you might be right. What did you just say? But Martin had a, a what, what's not the quote of the week, but it's pretty goddamn close. We, we kind of came together on this. Martin says, I was like, man, it looks like Spence is going to go to the hospital. And Martin's like, yeah. I was like, shit, they're both going to the hospital. Spence going to the hospital to get worked on. Cropper's going to bring him some flowers. Because at the end of the fight, he, he could fight a whole other fight. But speaking of fights you uh, don't want to fight or you do want to fight, sometimes in restaurants and bars, we forget that some people don't ever get to go out. They don't have the money. They've not had the, the they, 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 were, they were raised in a poor home. They've not had to experience upper dining or just generally going out a lot. So they only go out once or twice a year. Yeah, or they might like have kids or something and they don't want to it's bring just hard, out. you know. It's, so it's, it's a hassle. It's, it's, it's a hassle. And so they don't go out very much. And when they go out to a nicer place, they tend to not sometimes not just know how the the not how to behave, but what the you know the decorum is. Well, just the uh, how to operate within yeah. a social status. And so they they just don't know. So sometimes people and I'm guilty of this. I'm like, God, oh, this guy's rude. This guy's a dick. This woman's this and that. And sometimes they're not they're not doing it on purpose. They just don't know any better because they unfortunately have not had the experience and the chance to do that. Which leads me to what someone said that I work with. Home ec is optional. Well, it used to be optional in school, in like middle school or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Home ec. You wait front of the house, you wait back, you work back of the house a week each, and you wait on each other, and it gives you the, a little bit of the experience. Right. Versus, yeah, you know, yeah. people are like, you know, everybody should be in the military, everyone should also be yeah. in the service industry, but it'll give you an idea 
of the stresses of those jobs. And when you're asking their server at 8.30 on a Friday night, hey, can we change this whole item on the menu for, for me? Like, no, we can't because the chef's going to cut my head off when I go yeah. back there. And you're, you're screwing up the flow of everything. Side substitutions are enough. If, if someone allows you to do side substitutions, which they don't do in a lot of yeah. nice restaurants, be happy with that. And they might not have the, like, situational understanding of, like, let's say you were willing to go back to the kitchen and be like, hey, they need this change and that change. Or, allergies and stuff, I get it. Don't, sh- quit lying about allergies. No, but if you ask the kitchen to do that, no matter how willing you are to ask them or how willing the kitchen is to do it, it's going to cause at least another problem of time. Yeah. So then that will snowball into, by the time they get the thing yeah. that they wanted switched, they're like, oh, why did it take so or long? Or someone else's stuff is messed up, it's set too long. Or something showed up while the uh, they were waiting on the other and thing. I always go back there and go hey look I'll charge them more like yeah. well, and they're like oh, it's fine Mike, but I will charge them more that's that I it's a dollar yeah. like I'll throw a dollar charge on them it's a dollar more just because it makes the kitchen feel like I am on their side sure yeah and, that's important yeah yeah and that's you know you made a good point earlier before we started too uh, when I went to pick you up uh, the um people who aren't typically uh used to spending you know the amount of like a dinner in at, at your house, you know, that costs 20 bucks, whatever. Yeah. Dinner out with, you know, husband, wife, couple kids, you know. The, the table that popped this for me was a table I had the end of the night on, uh, on, on, on a, it's like, like five, four or five years ago. Yeah. I worked at this restaurant and like, they, it was the last table and they were uh, a, like a younger black family. It was this girl's birth, 16th birthday. So she was all done up. And they ordered, and they went to go take pictures, and like the, the dude stayed at the table, and he had smoked every bit of weed that existed on the earth before he got there. So he kept going to the bar to get drinks. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I got, I'll bring them to you, man. And he wasn't rude. He just didn't know. Right. But then they had something that scared the living shit out of me. All right. There's a young child at the table. There's the, her mother. There's the 16-year-old girl. Then there's this the mother of the 16-year-old and her now, now boyfriend. I, I'm, I'm, they're, they were cool as hell, so I'm trying to help them out doing stuff. I go to put, they had like a wagon with them. I go to put down some of their to-go stuff in a chair, and out of the wagon is a foot. Oh, I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, there's a foot in there, a foot. And they're like, oh, yeah, there's another baby in here. I'm like, good God almighty. I don't know what kind of birthday party this was. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think. I think I may have told you about that. I but think there you was told a, me about it, yeah. But yeah. there was definitely a foot sticking out of the side <laughs> of this wagon, and I was like, yo, foot, 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 foot. Is that supposed foot. to be there? I didn't, I didn't have any french fries to tickle the foot with, but. But like, so say you go out and you're like, oh, you know, this is costing me X amount of money, which you're not used to spending. Yeah, and he said, the enemy goes, damn, it was a lot. 20% tip still. He, because he, he at least knew that Understood, was the move. but they expect a different thing than what they get at home. So it's like, hey, I'm spending this money. I should get something this fast or whatever. Yeah, Even, yeah. But, and they, they asked for a lot of extra, but I, I was, this girl, this girl spending her 17th birthday with her family and not yeah. her friends. And so I'm like, I'm going to make this girl's night. Like, yeah. she's like, I want lemonade. I was like, you want some strawberries yeah. in there? Like, I'm just trying yeah. to make everybody. And they were cool. Yeah. And I got all of a sudden got slammed at the end of the night. And like, it's amazing how yeah. fresh my memory is from five years ago, right? That's oh, crazy. Uh, like those strawberries were. Crazy. Um, but like, I wanted them to have a good time. And they had a blast. Yeah. And like, that's, that's. It, the money's important too, but that's yeah. important also, especially because they weren't being rude. They just didn't know. Yeah, they did. And, and like what, what half of them knew and the guy just didn't know. Yeah. I had um uh sun- last night, Sunday night, uh, a group of probably like eight 16-year-olds-ish, you know, and they walked in and for a second I was like, are they going to try and get booze? You know, because they looked up the age where it's like- They might give it, they might give it a shot. They might try and give it well, a shot. I like when there's when there's eight of them and one of them's got a fake ID. Yeah, I know. You're right. like, oh, can I get nine? Aren't you wearing your school uniform? Nine vodka you, got, you have your letter jacket on. <laughs> So they come up and sit at the round part of the outside bar because we were pretty busy. There's no place else to sit. So I let them marinate for like five minutes because I was just, I didn't know if they were going to wait on a table or well, not. You want them to be ready to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, after about five minutes, uh, two representatives came up. Mm-hmm. 
they're like, hey, uh, we just want to grab uh, two Cokes, two waters, two sweet teas, and two pizzas. All right. I like you already representing. I was like, hey, come on. Yeah, let's go. So I make them all their drinks, and they go, hey, listen, uh, it's going to be on two tickets, one pizza on one and one on the other. I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Huh? So, you know, they're already like, you know, it's nice. I'm like, oh, 16-year-olds. Like, they, they kind of got it together. About 10 minutes in, we're pretty busy. And they go, hey, uh, we were just wondering if the pizza was ready. And for a second, I wanted to be like, listen. But I was like, hey, look. They don't know how long a pizza takes to cook. Exactly. So I was like, look. It, it's it not delivery. It's DiGiorno. I was like, look, it takes a while. We're kind of busy right now. I'm sorry. I'll grab you some more drinks if you want it. And I'm starting to see that they're not being rude. They're just not used to understanding. They like, just don't know. So I was like, can I get you some more drinks? They were like, oh, yeah, that would be great. Da, 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 da. So then for the rest of the interaction, their pizzas finally came out. They, they were ready to pay when they were ready to pay. They asked for a box, and it was 100% tip on both of the tickets. Damn. They talked about that, or they just I, did it? No, I think it was just because I had this perception of them. Number one, if you're 16, Usually, and, and there's yeah. no parents around, you know, there's no one to wrangle it. Was it cash or credit card? One cash, one credit card. Because the cash thing, kids are like, my dad gave me a hundred bucks to spend on yeah, food. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming home. Forty with- and ask for weed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know. Sorry, waiter, to build the gay bucks. <laughs> yeah, I was never that kid. Guilty. Ever, ever. But yeah, so prom. But for that one second, and I, instead of being my typical stank, you know, I was like, hey man, hey, it, look around. Not look. I didn't say look around, but I was just like, we're kind of busy right now, you know. I promise, like, I won't keep it from you whenever it's ready. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm holding it back. You here. know, I'm not. I'm definitely not going to hold it back. Unlike, uh, and they were, you know, they were amazing. Unlike the gentleman who walked up to me right before that, and he goes, "I need a Bacardi and rum." Oh, that's worse than Tito's and vodka. I, I looked around. I was like, hmm, "Was there anybody? There was, oh, anybody, there was nobody near me." Who's, like, who's just hearing this? And I go, "I'm sorry." <laughs> say it. Say it really loud. Can you like, yell at me? <laughs> I'm sorry. One more time. Bacardi and rum, man. I was like, okay. Uh, you want the Bacardi on the bottom or the rum on the top, right? <laughs> nice. But some people come at you with, with things that you can't do. Like when <laughs> this lady, this old lady, when she goes, I'll have a double crown on the rocks. I'm like, this is going to be fun one way or the other. First table of the night. I'm like, we'll see how it goes. Oh, wow. First table. Love, love it. All right. Love all right. It. All right. She goes, she goes, I see. Uh, I don't see any baked potatoes on here. Does that mean you don't have French fries? I'm like, those two things don't mean the same. Uh, we have French fries. As it says here, 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 here. All right. Well, I'd like a baked potato, though. I'm like, we don't have baked potatoes. Can you make one for me? Oh, can you make one for me? Do you have any idea how long it takes to bake a potato? Have you ever seen The Martian? So I said, it takes a long time to bake a potato. She goes, we're in no hurry. I'm like, no, 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 no. We don't have them either. <laughs> we have, you have french fries and no potatoes. I'm like, right, we don't do baked potatoes. We're not. It's, it's Friday. We're not going to make you a baked potato. Do, well, do you make your fries out of potatoes, though? Sure. Okay, no. well then no, you, they come pre-sliced. Yeah, then you can literally we have, we have roasted potatoes. You can They're cut up, but okay. I think those also come pre pre hey, whatever. You've worked there five years ago. What does yeah. it matter? Yeah. What does yeah. it matter right now? But you I know, mean, in the end, she she they ran me a lot. They asked for extra whipped cream for the desserts. It was a lot of work. It yeah. was a lot of sandwich. Um, but you know what? End of the bill. Custom tip, fifty percent tip. She knew what she did. She knew how she was, and she took yeah. goddamn care of me. I love that. It's it's nice when people have that awareness because. You can, you can kind of be a pain in the ass if you have a little bit of a humor yeah, she about was fun, it. She was kind of funny. If you're kind of giving me shit yeah. and like... When she and ordered, she goes, I'll just have a single this time on the rocks. I'm not supposed to be drinking at all. I'm like, I'm supposed to be drinking. I'll have two, have two and a half rounds I'm going to cut it down to just... But you know what she actually was not at any point in time ever? Uh, what would that be? Oh, shit. It's the Karen of the week. 
It's the carrot of the week. Gosh. Uh, and, and keeping with the theme, uh, it's kind of, uh, I think Clint is going to be a bit of a redemption, Karen. I will. I will. It's, you know. Mine won't be, so we're going <laughs> to go ahead and let Clint get it's, this. It's, it's a quick and easy, baby. All right. I'm working at this restaurant outside somewhere. A couple, yeah, you know, sometime in the last half decade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it to it me. It was hot out. No, 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 yeah. No. So, I, I don't have to do this, but I walk by the host stand. There's no one at the host stand. There's only one host. There's usually two. This one, this one person's working their ass off. So this this woman standing there, we'll just call her Karen because that's what the fuck she was. I go, hey, have, as, as I'm approaching, I'm far away. Hey, have you been helped? I just want to get this interaction over in the time it takes me to get to her in the door. No, I have not. I'm like, well, the host is really busy. We only have one today. Give her a minute. She'll be with you. Well, we want to table four. I'm like, that's fine. I'll be right back. I'm not going to come back. I go inside. I come back to this outside table about 10 minutes later. She had been gone, but I see her like, hey, did you get help last time? She goes, I did, but we want a table right now. We got paged. I'm like, oh, she goes, we want that table over there. I'm like, oh, that server's really busy to clean the table. Uh, I was that server. I'm like, table, and I can tell you're a fucking cunt. I'm not doing this. She goes, well, we want that table. I'm like, well, you can get this one or this one. She goes, no, we want that one. I'm like, you're just not going to get the table. I'm sorry. I want world peace, but so I can't I, get so it. So I bit. catch the hostess on the way out the door. I'm like, hey, uh, FYI. She kind of said at 54. She goes, done, gotcha. So they put her at the table next to it, and I told the server whose table it was, I was like, be, have fun with this. She goes, well, I'm like, here's why. Here's where. We can just go ahead and <clears throat> might have start somebody can go ahead and just take this. Because this when this customer just took the wig right off the head. She pulled the weave out of my dome. She, the, the table's walking by the hostess. I'm like, hey, how are you all right? She goes, well, that woman's kind of a peach, ain't she? And I was like, wait, was she nice? She goes, hell no. That's a Karen bitch. I've ever seen one. And I'm like, who are you? What table are they going to? She's like, I'm not on the table. I'm like, God damn it. So they sit at someone else's table in the same room I'm in. And yeah. I'm like. I go to the server. I'm like, look, can I can I get them something for free? She's like, yeah. I was like, I'll let them get their order in first, so they don't know it's coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so the orders in, give them a little complimentary appetizer. I'm like, hey, it's on me. Yeah. Thanks for being so cool. And they're like, yeah, we could tell she was a Karen. Like, God, her and her husband were the worst. And I'm like, am I about to break this? Am I about to give them the uh, info? Yeah, yeah. But I was scared still. Sure. We have secret sure. shoppers all the time. Sure, I'm like, sure. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, I've never told anyone this place. Or ne- well, five years ago, I didn't know about the podcast. Yeah, so I could. I've time traveling. Okay, fuck it. That's what it is. I've been time traveling. So I'm like, but they it's were, possible with quantum physics. We it is possible. That. Yeah, I saw that. I'm mean, blew me back. So <laughs> they they were just so cool. So I kept going to ask how everything was. And they, <laughs> you were a fan. And you they, were a fan. They literally were like, you were the best part of our night. I wasn't even a waiter, which doesn't say much for their actual waiter, but like, I was a fan of them and that, and because of that. I have. Uh, we'll let the Darren I had just roll over to next week. But I love that. But you know, and and there's a tease for that. Let's go, Paxton. Yeah, I love the. Uh, I love the positivity. Yeah. So, um, I, I now this didn't happen at work, but it happened in public, and it sort of goes along with the situational or social awareness of people when they are in public in a public setting. So, I go into my local convenience store the other day which i do a couple times and it's very convenient for you that's literally like two blocks away and i get in there and i see there's two uh, cash registers and i see at the left cash register there's some stuff Pile. Some knickknacks? Oh, oh. Some, like some, 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 I, some someone's items. been running up items to the counter and dropping them and walking some away items stacked up and I live on an island where people have to get fishing licenses if they want to fish legally. You talked about this, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So the other register, um, the person that was working it, has to turn around and get on the computer to make a fishing license for a person. 
totally fine. I mean, people need fishing licenses. That's fine. Well, what I what I'm starting after I go get my items, what I'm starting to learn is the person who is staging their items in front of register a. register left, they had already had some stuff rung up, and then they start going, "Oh wait!" So it's they, a convenience store. So there's not like there's a, a plethora of items you can get in there. What are they buying motor oil chips and drinks? It was it was a hodgepodge of the most random shit. So, so I see them, very big lady, just traipsing through the store. The girl at the counter looked at me. She, she was like, she emoted to me that she had already started ringing stuff up that she would have to unring it for me. To, and I wasn't in a hurry, really. You well, know. and you're like, hey, wait a minute. Let's and this is starting to be content. So, so then, the lady over here. Who How is, big is she? Like one piece bathing suit big? Yeah, what? It would be more than one piece. <laughs> it's a piece. two piece, one uh, piece? Yeah. <laughs> so then so then the lady over here that is getting the fishing license, she obviously has began noticing that people are starting to pile up behind them. I look out the door and I'll put the picture up later. It'll be easier. Uh this guy <laughs> this guy comes walking in. This guy comes walking in from his truck. I'm sorry, he's not walking. He's waddling he, in. He's gate it was his gate like he's in his hand, he holds a giant sandwich. Now he looked famished and peckish. From that, was it was a lot of sandwich. The the motherfucker walks in. I think he's going to be the voice of reason for his wife. Like, hey, honey, anyone exiting a car still holding sandwich is quite it's, it's that's it's quite an adventure. Opens door, bites sandwich, walks up to his wife. He's like, mouthful of food. How's that fishing license going? She goes, oh, it's fine, and. I, th- I think he's going to turn and look at the the line, the pile of people. No, does not regard any of us at all. Just shredded lettuce falling on the floor. It is disgusting. The sight of this man. Maybe that's why I worked out so hard last week. <laughs> the sight <laughs> of this man. Manny's motivation. Now, now listen, my, my dad was in the Vietnam War. I know a lot of vets. Can you imagine what kind of hat this guy had on? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Can you imagine? All right, just keep that in your mind. Okay. So I'm looking left again. Here comes whale number one. Now, this is, they're all of a certain kilo, kilogram weight. 40 stone, as it were. And if you told them what the weight was, kilogram, they would be confused <laughs> they, forever. They would never know. So then, uh, uh, Big Bertha finally gets up with her extra six-pack of Diet Pepsi Max. I think everything's about to happen. Everything isn't about to happen. Four rugrats appear out of the that out of her dress. <laughs> <laughs> they start falling out. They're just they're just falling off of her. Guess like what Voltron. they want? Shark's teeth. Oh yeah. They want literally. They sell motherfucking sand in a in a glass capsule at the store. So I'm like, you just right. buy one of those little roses they have. Uh, yeah. for yourself. I'm like, all right, fat lady, four kids. <laughs> Uh, fat man, fat woman, getting a fishing license. What could be better? Here oh, these come- are two Berthas. Two at the same time. Oh, God. There's not a lot of space left in here. Okay. Not a lot. But there was enough space for husband B, who is somewhere, who I guess he had been in the beer cooler this entire time. Trying to calm down that sweat level, I bet. <laughs> Probably. They all show up. They all culminate in a double. The, gra- the gravity drew them in together. <laughs> their, their own gravity sucked them in. So it was Karen Darren. Karen Darren. Kilo Karen, Kilo, Kilo Karen, Kilo Karen, Kilo Karen, Karen. Celsius and Jumbo, Jumbo Darren, yeah. Fishing license Karen gets done. She turns around. 
I think she's going to go, oh, I'm sorry, you guys. This bitch turns around. And she's like, Dave, why is everyone staring at us? She literally turns around and this goes, is Dave, Dave doesn't have the sandwich. It's Dave, not Dave hasn't finished it yet, surprisingly, because he looks like he could take down a sandwich. <laughs> like, uh, you ever seen Coneheads? <laughs> yes. like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> turns around like we're the goddamn problem. So then, You're so much better than me, though. I'm, I, at this point in time, I'm not interacting with them. Here's the thing. I know this. When I argue with a fat person, you know what I can do to them? Is outmaneuver them in a physical <laughs> altercation. I'll get them in a wide space. It's going out. You want to go outside? Let's go outside. In the middle of the parking lot. Oh, they're just going to get hit by a car. So I'm just going to move. I'm cr- I'm quick. I'm feisty. I have. <laughs> I can last more than ten seconds in a, in a small gate. I'm not done. <laughs> just like the sandwich. Fish and uh, yeah, just like the sandwich. It was a lot. It wasn't even a lot of sandwich. Fishing, fishing. Karen and Darren leave. It is, it, it is time for Kilo Karen to pay the dues. We do not take EBT for fishing lessons. No, 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 no. for truly. Oh, for alcohol stuff. She knows that. Sixty percent of the items that she was getting, they do not take EBT for. Luckily, fishing license Karen and Darren had walked, so I was able to go up to and literally buy my iced coffee and my pack of cigarettes, and then I went to work. Did one of them waddle in? No. <laughs> I went to catch a goddamn fish. I went to work and I was like, I, I motherfucking hope if there's, if there's a deity up there somewhere, I legit want to send people that I hate to (laughs) Huggaboos and be like, and and be like, what are you doing tomorrow? You gonna tie me? I'm working from. I'll go up there and stand behind the bar just to be like, nah, fuck off. (laughs) Like you were so mean to me yesterday. You can't get shit. Today, but you know what you can get today? What's that? When you're sitting over there, what's that? Is a nice little. It's the quote of the week. Could not have had a better time. Yeah. Sitting over. So the other night, I'm in a place. I'm not going to divulge where it is, but <laughs> a friend of a friend is not. She's an older lady, about eighty, eight hundred. She's sitting over there while everybody else is working in the kitchen. She goes, "Well, goddamn it, I'm sorry. I'm just sitting over here. I got cotton in Augusta." Huh? I'm sitting over here like I, I got, got cotton, cotton in Augusta. Augusta. Now, Kelly, you're from Augusta. Damn. What does that mean? Kelly? What does that mean? Doesn't sound good. It, okay, so doesn't sound good. Does it, it didn't sound good to me. I took I took it in one direction, but apparently the the, the, the meaning the etymology. So I said, excuse me, to make her repeat it. That I got. I'm sitting over here like I got cotton in Augusta. Which means a term used in coastal Georgia, especially the Brunswick St. Simons area, to mean a person who is ridiculously rich. This is on Urban, Urban Dictionary. Dictionary. Have you seen Giants Mustang? Yeah, he must own cotton in Augusta. This was from 2010. I went. Well, that sounds kind of good. Though. I went in an entirely different direction. Yeah, I was. There's also a book called Cotton in Augusta. And I figured you being. By an, Shirley Proctor Twist. I figured you being an Augustonian, that, that would have been something colloquial around there, man. So, I, w- yeah. I left that behind you. <laughs> you, uh, you. But you know what? We have one more. Uh, I, I've, one got, more. I've got one more, too. Oh, you got one a more quote, quote of the, of the week. week. Okay, yeah. Speaking of Augusta. <laughs> it's the quote of the week. Part two. I'm a soft 11 and a half and a hard 12. 
From Cocksmith Kelly over Cocksmith here. Cocksmith Kelly over here. <laughs> Talking about shoe sizes. And he goes, I'm a soft 11 and a half and a hard 12. And I, my, my neck about broke. We like, both perked up and we were like, well, let's find out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he undersold. So, uh, so I don't have a quote of the week, but I have a uh, uh, sort of like an interaction of the week because it really, it, it really warmed my heart that uh, this idiot uh, <laughs> couldn't get a quote of the week well, out. We're talking about Mike. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this guy comes in and he goes, uh, he goes, uh, hey man, uh, I just want to get one of them gyro sandwiches and a margarita. Yeah, let's do it. Seemed like an okay guy, you know, a little short. Mixing, mixing cultures, right? You know, yeah, Mexican right. and Greece. Yeah, see? <laughs> so, uh, someone ordered next to him. Comes okay, up. a greasy Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> someone comes. <laughs> I couldn't let it go. It was right there. Somebody comes up next to him and orders a Coors Banquet beer because we have the stubby bottles. Yeah, oh, they're good. They're great. So the guy goes, oh, you have the Coors Stubbies. I'll take one of those. I'm thinking this guy's just very normal. Give him the Coors. And he goes, Uh-oh. how much Bud Light God you been it, selling lately? So... And yeah, obviously this is so old hat for me. It's just it's not even annoying anymore, right? I started lying a lot. Oh yeah, it's like more, beer. more than ever, brother. So he goes, "How much course? How much Bud Light you've been the selling?" Free on. Uh, I was like, uh, "I don't know the normal amount. Why?" No, I bet that. I bet that. Just... <laughs> that sir, 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 anything? Because trans got your tongue. I. I had a few in the chamber, you know, but like this guy ain't worth any of my chambers. You know what I'm saying? But I had a all few, 36. I, I had a few in the chamber though, and I was just like, uh, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna let him hang himself. Like, whoa, why? Whoa, 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 why? Why? Now, if you're gonna be a, if you if you're gonna ask that, are you? So people ask certain questions just to see if you're a piece of shit, like they are. You know, be like, hey, a lot of uh, uh a lot of them in here tonight, ain't there? You're like, you're the. What do you mean? Uh, you know what I mean? It's a good move. So now that's the new. That's the new. Instead of being racist, it's whistling. You know, they're yeah. Like, they're like, like, hey, Melty, hit Bud Light too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More on that next week. But so we're we're gonna. Uh, you know what? I got some more shoutouts. Yeah, let's I shout, give a him shout out. out to my boy Shay. He had to go through a uh, a unfortunate procedure of having three he's, hernias. He's got the eleven and a half to twelve in the other direction. Yeah, the, he doesn't want bad play. <laughs> so what I did as I am gonna make, I was like, you know what? Hey, man. I, Shay and I both like to indulge in some marijuanas, as you may have seen this podcast. I said, hey, you can't smoke weed. He goes, oh, yeah, because like, you can't cough. You can't cough that, that, that abdominal yeah, hernia, get you, know, even yeah. you know, the inguinal. Well, he's got all eight of them, doesn't he's he? He's got 1,500. 36 chambers he's got of, the earlobe. 36 cha- chambers of uh, hernias. And don't be laughing too hard at this, Shay. It might hurt. Um, so I was like, I'll make you a meal on Monday, and I'll make you some edibles because you can't eat, smoke. He's like, oh, you know what? Throw it all there together. Shrimp scampi with weed butter. Perfect. He's made it before. Works out great. I'm cooking this for him today. A little hurry. They had a ride coming. I've got the sautéed garlic, shallots. Shrimp scampi takes butter twice in the recipe. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to add the weed butter later in case something gets burned because it was about $70 worth of weed butter going into this. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a lot. So I'll put the butter on the back man. end. Because yeah. I thank God I did. Because above my stove is where I keep my... Tupperware containers. I open that up to get something out, and I may have shittily packed something because I outshoots the top of a court lid, which I miss, and it lands right in the middle of the skillet, which immediately adheres to the skillet and spreads plastic all into the rest of the. Oh, you had a hot pan going. I had a hot pan with the butter, the garlic, <laughs> That's the shallots. A hot pan, brother. So I've prepped the butter, the garlic, the shallots, everything, <laughs> yeah. ready to go. 
and I've now ruined this entire pan. It's off. The whole, everything in there is screwed. Yeah. So I like put some water in it. It steams. I throw it on the front porch. New pan started. Let's get going. I'm now 30 minutes behind where I want to be. I forget about the pan. I'm leaving. I'm like, oh, I'll get it when I get home. And during, while I'm gone to Shay's house, some solicitor walked up, stepped over the pan like it wasn't there, didn't even look at it. Like everybody's front porch has a pan full of burnt shit on it. Did you see it on your ring cam? Yeah, on the ring camera. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> so for the past. So uh, shout out to Shay. Shout out to Shay. feeling better. I got another shout out too before we get out of here. Do you, I do. You have I, do I mean, what kind I, of shout out? Is it a raw one? Uh, it's it's a pretty raw shout out. So uh, Clint, uh, probably a couple months ago, he invented something called Miles Monday where we're going to go hang out with our boy Miles and E if, if he shows up. Yeah. For um uh, from raw ingredients, if you're ever on Tybee, that's usually in the county. You should go eat there. And uh, so, but Kelly and I have been holding the mantle, uh, doing Miles Mondays for like three or four weeks in a row. This is the wide shot signal I want to do. Three or four weeks in a row, <laughs> and I, I, I've skipped out on it the last two weeks. But I was trying to talk Clint because even Kelly brought it up tonight. He was like, "Hey, we doing Miles Monday?" He, he's been at the farmers market all day. He's he's feeling. And that. they they tried to push it on me earlier, and I was like, "Look, I did get a ride, so I could have a few extra drinks tonight." But I'm concerned about being able to get off the island. Monday with Miles. It, it seems more sincere and genuine. Well, if we eat some of this linguine <laughs> weed pasta, it might be memory loss Monday with Miles. Memory loss short, Monday. Short, short, term, <laughs> short term memory Miles Monday. Yeah, already. Well, so I guess we'll check in with you next week to see if Clint actually came with us for a Monday with Miles. You know what? Miles Monday. You know what, Kelly? You know why I didn't drive tonight? Because that's what the fuck I'm doing. We already pre-planned this the whole time. I picked up. Yeah. I thought Patrick was going to give away like four times. I'm like, just come on, man. No, man. I'm good at keeping secrets. So, yeah. We're going to go. Kelly and I are going to go eat some of this Y'all gonna weed Y'all going to eat the, the weed butter yeah, linguine. And, and then, then we're going to Patreon after this. And then we're going to do a quick Patreon. And on the, and on the Patreon, we're going to talk about, uh, I already burnt my load there. You know what we're talking about the Patreon? Some cool fucking shit, you know? Yeah, man. So, so please subscribe to us at Patreon.com forward slash from behind. HTTP. It's on the internet. Please subscribe to our Patreon.com. So yeah, hopefully we'll, podcast. We'll, hopefully we'll see y'all tonight, even though you're not listening to this until tomorrow. If you do, you time travelers, I know how you do. Hey, Clint knows about time traveling. We hey, love we, you guys. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week.